0: me sentai a podcast where we're taking a look back at the power rangers and the japanese series that gave its inspiration and footage super sentai i'm john mcdonough
1: and i'm natalie Bridgman.
0: and if you would like to support the show you can do so by going to patreon.com slash teach me sentai natalie what are we up to today
1: we are in the mighty morphin power rangers world and really all we're doing is watching tommy be sad
0: it yeah it, <laughs> that's oof it's episodes 9 through 12 of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers season 2 you can watch on Netflix in the U.S. and yes just before we even get into it we know that we stopped in the middle of a two-parter there are three reasons for this reason one is that four episodes is just the right number of episodes for our podcast and the season's evenly divisible by four and that's just gonna happen reason two is that in the end of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers there's just like a million two and three part episodes like we would Never be able to split it up in a way that was satisfying. And reason three is, I think if I had to watch another episode of Tommy losing his powers, I would have canceled the podcast.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, guys, it's bleak.
0: This is four episodes that are one episode. We'll have fun with it. Sure. Natalie, what do we need to know about the world of Power Rangers right now?
1: What we need to know about the world of Power Rangers is that is out, Zed is in... He takes his inspiration from the world around him to make his monsters, but only in the most loosest of terms. And he seems to be obsessed with Tommy. And Tommy is losing his powers and has been losing his
0: powers. He is? Yeah. I didn't realize. He's losing his You're powers. Kidding. He's
1: been losing his powers for like, what, 20 episodes?
0: <laughs> since the beginning of time it feels like but yeah that's that's where we're at has Zed Zed didn't like show up and have this hard on for Tommy it started a few episodes in it's very weird yeah anyway we'll (laughs) talk about it should we dive in let's go Episode 9, The Beetle Invasion. What a loose frame we get on the monsters for this episode. So, at the Youth Center Gym and Juice Bar, Ernie is preparing for a broomball match Mm -hmm. against the local Stone Canyon Youth Center Gym and Juice Bar. I don't know, but Stone Canyon. Stone Canyon is, like, frequently evoked as, like, the other place that's kind of nearby. Mm -hmm. Did you ever play broomball as a kid? We used to play in PE, and it's pretty fun.
1: No, I never got to play that. We just did, like, foot hockey.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if if you're unfamiliar, it's like a pretty flexible ball. Often we used dodgeballs when I was a kid, and like you're playing hockey with brooms. It's like what it sounds like, but it's pretty fun.
1: I do remember it being in Arthur, like in early Arthur episodes, and I thought it was like made up, but seeing this, I'm like, oh, that's just a product of the 90s then.
0: Just a product of the 90s. People should do it now. It's like easy equipment wise. And it's, I don't know, Ernie needs people to play. And like the Power Rangers initial reaction is like, I don't know about that, which is very weird.
1: (laughs) It was weird. I was like, what do you mean? It's a sport. Like you love sports.
0: Helping Ernie is, like, your whole thing. How else is his business going? Yeah, uh, Billy
1: did his taxes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. Lord, this show. The Stone Canyon Beetle show up to, like, taunt Ernie, mm-hmm. it seems like and also put up a poster yeah of their mascot the beetle for very important reasons and the stone canyon beetles like size up the rangers and are like they look weak and jason is sitting there in a sleeveless shirt <laughs> and you can say lots of things about jason but like the man is jacked <laughs>
1: he's they literally like he's so muscly he's even getting like more muscly i feel like
0: i think so <laughs>
1: yeah and then the guy who says it i'm like what are you who, who are you <laughs> to say
0: it's very weird it's but very the weird. rangers are in after this taunting mm-hmm. so here comes this very important blue ball thing meanwhile on the moon you are never going to believe this but Lord Zed wants to try to take away Tommy's powers and he's inspired by this poster to make a stag beetle monster mm-hmm. cool he makes it out of the picture on the poster. And I feel like I have to mention this now because later something gets said that's like just absolute nonsense. But he makes the beetle monster out of the picture mm-hmm. on the poster to the point that the picture disappears. Right. Back in the youth center, we meet a new recurring character, Richie. He's the new He's Angela. a new kid in school. And he is a hot, hot, hottie, and Trini is down bad, so bad. Why is he here? It's very confusing. Like for a second, I was like, "Wait, is this part of the episode?" Is like the secretly the monster. No, Richie is just sort of going to float around the show for a while. The reason he is here is because they do a very light "Who is the White Ranger?" thing when we get there, and they want it to start seeding other options. I see. But I I feel like by the time we arrive at that place, it's, like, not particularly subtle. They do a kind of better version of that in Power Rangers Zio. But, like, that's Mm -hmm. why Richie's here. That's why a new friend we meet and a few of us, Curtis, is here. Just to, like, give us other options for who the White Ranger could be.
1: I see. Can I just say something about this episode real quick? Yeah. It's Beatles, right? Beetle. I don't know. Was it what was the name of it? Beetlemania? It the Beatle Invasion. Okay, Beetle Invasion. All right. I really thought this was gonna be a Beetleborgs crossover. I really thought that in my head. But it was. I mean, that
0: would have been much better. I
1: don't know why it wasn't.
0: We've actually, I think, already covered most of what's interesting about this episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <so laughs> Beetleborgs would have been better. Richie agrees to be the assistant coach of the team. Trini is so excited because she wants to uh climb mm-hmm. that mountain. I get it. He's very tall. Bulk and skull are this is like a very minor run this episode, but they bought this smell a meter from a comic book to try to smell the Power Rangers not relevant but that's where poke and skull are they are here Mm -hmm. kim and tommy are training in the park and zed sends some putties down to attack them Uh uh-oh every time putties are used in these episodes they act like it's going to be hard and i don't know why they're not at this point just like putties right whatever well i
1: guess because they're still like zed's new putties that they have to kick in the z but they do that anyway
0: yeah, they, they do remind us they have to do that in this episode. I think not again, question mark, but hey, we'll take it. Billy notices that the beetle is missing from the poster, which is just very funny to me because they go out to put up their own angel. You know how like when you're doing a sports match, both the teams have to put posters outside the place where the sports match is going to take place? I have no idea.
1: I don't think that's a real Like thing. it's a
0: boxing match or something. It's very weird. But yeah. where did the beetle go? I'll tell you. It's attacking Kimberly Tommy. They go to, the others try to run in to join, but don't get there soon enough to keep the beetle from absorbing Tommy's powers. Mm -hmm. Oh no, the beetle runs away. Zed has a really novel phase two of his plan that like, you're never going to believe this and it's never going to happen again, where he's going to use that green power to do something. And it's wild. It takes the Rangers like a long time as in like one scene, which is longer than it needs to be to figure out that like Tommy's had his powers drained.
1: Well, it is confusing to me because he does stay morphed pretty much, and then they're like, "Oh no, your powers—they're basically gone." And I'm like, "Well, then, why is he still morphed?" But I guess that's that whole yeah. back into action bullshit. I don't know.
0: <laughs> things are. You, I mean, it's weird. You're to saying me. the correct things, but my reaction to that is. <laughs> it's weird
1: to me that the like the mechanism of their power, like and how that works, is getting muddier as we go along.
0: Like that's weird. It's so weird especially tommy's heart we like see him we're making a lot of jokes let's get serious like every episode is part of tommy's power gets drained by something or other it's every single episode and the way that manifests is different every single time Mm
1: -hmm. sometimes he feels weak sometimes he's just like i don't know it's i feel fine but they're like nope the readouts are bad i don't know it's weird
0: it's not good and in every episode there's a conversation we're just not going to talk about it anymore where zordon goes you can't go in and tommy's like no i have to actually we have to talk about some of it because there's like one really important so i'm not making any promises but know that that conversation happens every episode every
1: episode probably even multiple times like they'll come to a conclusion like absolutely not you're not coming and then he'll have the conversation again and suddenly he's on the battlefield whatever
0: it's stupid. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they realize that the beetle must have the energy. So it does set a kind of interesting set of stakes for this episode where they cannot kill the monster until Alpha is able to create this green energy transducer mm-hmm. and get the powers back from them or else the powers will be lost forever. That sounds like it's going to be really interesting. It's not. It leads to a long sequence of Toei footage that I think they didn't know what to do with that involved like, the Power Rangers like, running away a lot.
1: Yeah, I was really confused about that. I was like, what did Toei want for them to do with this?
0: It's not super clear. And like, there's a part where like, Jason is like running somewhere and Zach's like, hey, should we go the other way? And it's like, is this a story? Is Jason brash? What's happening here? And they do end up like running to the edge of a cliff where they get cornered. So like, I guess Zach is correct. It just all feels super weird. It, yeah, it, This is like a... Most of the Toei footage in this episode is pretty good. Like, you watching, it, you're like, yeah, this is pretty good. It's all used weirdly. But this footage itself, I'm like, what was, what is this? What is this one?
1: Yeah, like, a lot of times I can kind of tell, like, what Toey like, intended. And regardless of whether or not Saban decided to use that, that's, like, a separate matter. But, like, with this one, I was just like, what is going on
0: here? It's very strange. Yeah. The monster also is boring. All of these monsters yeah, are boring. One of them is, like, okay, but unfortunately a little problematic, but, like, it, it, boring.
1: It's just not great.
0: And then Tommy Meals is transducer, and then he shows up, and then they're fine, and then they power cannon, and then they call the swords. and it's, like, it's it's paint by numbers. I'm not gonna drag you through it. The gracious benefit is we are not going to see the Zords a super large amount in these episodes. Thank Thank goodness. Because, like, I'm so over these one-sided Franken-footage Zord fights. They're just boring as heck. And they spend more time than the fight usually summoning the Zords just to be like, buy these toys. It's bad. Yeah, The Beetle gets defeated. One of the worst monsters we've ever seen. It's just not good. And then there's Broomball. And you'll never believe it. The Rangers win. Tommy comes in clutch with the thing. And... Bulk and Skull harassed this girl with the smellometer and it's like this is like not an episode. No. They they got halfway to doing it, we're like, I guess I guess we're done now. And someone was like, No, you're not done, and they were like, No, I think we're done. <laughs> and that's the beetle invasion. Skippable, skippable, skippable.
1: The thing about this episode is that it made me start to think that maybe Tommy shouldn't have powers because he seems to be such a drain on resources.
0: Certainly a drain on storyline resources. Yeah. Well,
1: certainly that, but then also like all like the rangers are just like, "Oh, we got to get Tommy's powers back." It's like there are five of you. You are fine. Like, I don't It's consuming
0: you know... their lives, too. Like right. every conversation we hear between the teens is like, "Oh, what about Tommy's powers?" It's not good and it's not interesting and like you know what, we've got time because we don't have much to say about this episode. Like, let's get into it. Like, Green Ranger Mania was a thing. We've discussed it on this show. It was real. And and we can acknowledge that. But like, this is where Power Rangers I think goes so wrong for me is when they're like, this is the only character that matters and everything becomes about that person because especially while they're still making 50 episodes a season, like there just isn't enough to do. Like we need to bring in the other people. We need an interesting like relationship combinations. Mm-hmm. We, we need that stuff to keep things feeling dynamic when we're in really monster of the week things. And it's just such a slog. Cause it's Tommy, 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 Tommy. Don't you care about this? Isn't Tommy the best? Isn't Tommy great? And it's like, I just hate when they do that. It's usually a red Ranger. This time it's Tommy. Right.
1: Well, and I think too, like, I totally get the money to, like, run Tommy to the ground, right? Because he was amazing for the show. He really anchored and defined the show in a lot of ways. But at the same time, like, the show was also a phenomenon before Tommy. Like, it was already a thing. And people are already losing yes. their minds over it. So, like, we don't need... Like, he's not necessary. Like, the show is very clearly, like, oh, he's the most important part to this. And we need to figure out a way to keep him here as long as possible and
0: it's like that is not true at all and then the storytelling is bad like tommy is not interesting yet he becomes more interesting i think it happens during Mighty Morphin. maybe it actually is just me dino thundering backwards in time. I think it's but tommy that. does become more interesting um, he's, <laughs> he's not interesting now the stakes feel really false because it's like There's still a Green Ranger. And by the time we get to the episode where they finally are getting rid of the Green Ranger, it's literally called Green No More. So like, and it's a two-parter. So it's like, I know, I know he's not going to lose his powers. It doesn't, like, they don't feel real. It just feels like the same stakes every single episode. And it's really, really exhausting. Yeah. And at least some of them manage to do fun, but usually fun because they're stupid things (laughs) in the midst of all these stories. But like, wowie, wowie, I am so like kill him i'm done like i'm so ready to be free of tommy for a little bit right
1: it's so weird that i feel this way about tommy like it's i'm just so tommied out like enough but alas we have three more episodes to get through
0: (laughs) we sure do and then one more next time but then then we're done for at least a little bit last week or last power rangers episode i mentioned how trini's been like nowhere and it's been making me sad Mm -hmm. and so i was really excited to start our next episode which is a trini episode but then it's not yeah. Take it away. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it starts off with them at the beach. And by them, I mean, it's Trini, it's Kimberly, and it's Tommy. And I like that Tommy is just like kind of hanging out with the girls. I think that's kind of fun. Or maybe it's annoying. I don't know. Maybe it's annoying if you can't ever spend a day without your boyfriend. I don't know. But what they're doing Balance is...
0: Balance all things. Right.
1: They're doing is they have decided to take Trini's neighbor that she's like babysitting to the beach. And everyone is building sandcastles and it's really fun. Bulk and Skull have some sort of weird plan to dress up as, I think, to dress up as putties and then to destroy sandcastles and that'll lure out the Power Rangers. They destroy a sandcastle and this little kid who they don't ADR, which I think is so great, Uh this little kid shows up and kicks Bulk and, and is like mad. I don't even know what he says. He's like, don't beat up my sandcastle or something like that. And the kid, the whole time he's saying the line, is smiling. And it's so fun. I'm like, yeah, you're on Power it's Rangers. It's so good.
0: It's the best part of the episode. Really... Like the Vulcan Skull putty costumes are like bad, but in a charming Vulcan Skull way. And then like Zed gets mad that they're impersonating person yeah. buddies, which is so funny.
1: Yeah. And it's just like, and then just this random kid just stoked to be on Power Rangers <laughs> has this one line and he's beaming the whole time. It's great
0: It's some producer's kid I yes, hope.
1: please. Also Richie's at the beach He's just there And him and Trini they share some eye contact And then he's gone He's the new Angela but like in a not as fun way I think
0: He's gonna go even less places than Angela is
1: <laughs> And so while this whole Putty's shenanigan thing is going on Suddenly um, we hear Hallie the neighbor girl Scream like help yep. get away from me And she is kidnapped by Zed Or really by by Gryphazar, who's like, I need to kidnap kidnap this girl, and this will be part of my plan to lure out the Green Ranger and steal his powers. And Gryphazar is like, word, I'm on it.
0: It, Goldar. Gryphazar. Oh my god.
1: My bad, guys. I just love- the thing is-
0: You missed (laughs) Gryphazar. you know i knew exactly what the thing was who you were saying it was like oh natalie i wish that too i
1: wish he was here i i wish so badly because goldar is entering his like no brain era he just has no brain and this is further proved by the fact that when he's like kidnapping this girl he leaves a message in a bottle and that was not intentional <laughs>
0: No, for a second I thought like, okay, so when Zed is sending Goldar down, yeah. he's like, don't forget the jar of secret instructions, nice. I think is how he phrases it. And which, for a second I was like, wait, is this like part of like, is this a ransom mm-hmm. note? But then later it's like, no, this is just that he decided to write the instructions of what Goldar was supposed to do. Like they're having a conversation. Yeah, he
1: like didn't tell Just him. like,
0: <laughs> and then Goldar dropped it on accident.
1: Right, like I really thought that it was going to be like a ransom thing. Like that makes sense. But it was just—he's like, no, Goldar is dumb, and this is a secret language that we have to decode. But it doesn't—that's like not even hard to do. We just put it in the computer, and we're decoding this language.
0: It is pretty cool when they open the bottle. It like makes a big fiery Zed head, yeah. and then the message is like burned into the sand. That's pretty fun. For a second, I was like, is this bottle going to be somewhere in the Toei footage? Right. It's not no. even. They just made they it. Were, up. Like we're
1: at the beach. <laughs> We gotta have a message in the bottle, but like, also then, like, game that out. Like, is this just how Zed communicates with all of his employees? Like, what? No, <laughs> because it's the only time he ever does I it. I know this it's way. just so weird. It's like I guess email's not that big yet in their in their corporation. Message in the bottle is so basically. This girl is kidnapped, and what they find out from the bottle, and Zordon like fills in some of the details because of course he knows like exactly what's going on and. Just like parses out information as needed. Is that Zed has taken this girl to Venus Island, which is an island that, occur- like, it's his to control and, like, summon.
0: Yeah, it's just Zed's little magic special it's island that his. he can control.
1: So basically, like, they have to get there before sunset for some reason because the island isn't stable and they have to find out where it is. And so that turns to, like, a very dramatic sequence where Billy is, like, consulting maps and there's a weather balloon. and
0: It's so funny. I don't
1: understand.
0: I like I okay so Zordon goes like no one knows where it is but the trade winds always point there at sunset and they're like god how do we track the wind which is so funny because like we track the wind every day oh, like high. we solved this problem are you familiar with sailboats <laughs> like we are actually pretty good And knowing where the wind is going. But it becomes this, like, long sequence of, like, Billy in the lab and consulting with things and building this balloon. And, oh my gosh, Sunset's gonna be here any minute. And culminates in a scrunchie yes like uh, Oh
1: my god.
0: It's so good. Because the weather balloon is too heavy because of the fastener. right
1: And then they have to use Trini's scrunchie to like affix their little tracking device and it's jason's quick thinking that makes that happen and the weather balloons up and they're like great it's up in the air and then they're tracking it to the island and then it landed on and they're like it landed on an island and then they teleport there and wouldn't you know it venus island is an island covered in venus flytraps,
0: really badly and really yeah
1: (laughs) they're just all over and they're wide open all the time yeah that's basically the island. Very quickly, we run into the monster who doesn't really look like a Venus flytrap to me. Like, at all. This monster
0: uh, is horrible. Like, yeah. Like, one of the worst monsters. Like, just boring, bad-looking. It does have a great name, which is the Invenusable flytrap. Yeah. That's good. That I will give them. But, like, the monster itself looks like hot garbage. Yeah. It's ever not hot. No. For reasons.
1: Well, and I guess, here's the thing. Because, like, we've had vaginal monsters before and i don't know how you would make yep. a venus flytrap monster without it also being
0: it'd be the most yeah, of all it'd be
1: the most vaginal monster so i guess it is what it is but in any case i don't know in my notes here i'm looking at my notes and i just wrote down none of this tommy shit makes any sense
0: so okay let's step it out because this made me really funny yeah weird whatever they go fight and like who cares right. but everyone but trini and tommy get captured. yes that's the first thing that happens when they're fighting they're in a completely different place it's green it's brown it's oh green my it's God, brown. i hated you that exactly so much. when you're looking at Toei footage or american footage but they go back to the command center
1: yes yeah okay they go back to the command center this should be a trini episode
0: just trini and tommy it's just trini and tommy because this is nominally i think supposed to be our trini right episode.
1: And there's this whole thing where if Tommy goes and fights, he'll probably lose his powers. That's, like, everything. And Trini's like, okay, well, I'll just go fight it alone. I know it'll be really sad, but, like, I'll go do it. And Tommy's like, absolutely not. Like, we can't have this. And even Zordon is like, yeah, there's no other
0: option. Tommy has to go and do this. It's so weird. So, like, Hallie's going to get absorbed by the island. Right. And, and be taken to the Dark World to become an evil person. I don't know why Zed wants to do that to Who Hallie, knows? But really what he wants to do is lure Tommy in there to become evil again. Right. This is version number two of the plan. Besides take Green Ranger power to use for other reasons, take Tommy make he, Yes. We've seen this before as well. And, like... Trini, very wisely, is like, okay, if one of us has to fight alone, I'll do it. Right. And then Tom is just like, no, but you're just a woman. Like, that's what <laughs> it feels like.
1: It's like, Trini has fought monsters by herself before. This isn't the first time that this has happened. In fact, I think it's the third, but I may be wrong. There are many Trini episodes that culminate in her having to fight the monster <laughs> and alone. It's, like, it's not a big deal. Like, and even this monster is like, not that hard to fight. They realize very quickly, like, all we need to do is heat it up. Like, there's a lot that could be done. But... Like, I wrote down here that, like, Zordon is an enabler, because he's always like, yeah, Tommy, what even though I told you that you can't be there, it is the only option for you to be there.
0: He wants him dead. I,
1: maybe. Maybe he
0: does. My long-standing theory about Zordon just wants to be free of Tommy. Right. But... The he thing is so silly, because there's this long conversation about who's going to fight alone. It's, like, really drawn out. Yeah. Tommy's like, Trini, if something happens, you have to help the others so it's like uh, so annoying and then i was just like oh no wait he's weak to heat we don't have to worry about right and
1: what it's so frustrating because it's like every single episode this chunk is like tommy's goodbye episode except we know that it's not you know what i mean and and that's so frustrating (laughs) Mm -hmm. because like i i know it's not and this is like no better like he's saying goodbye to trini like he's like gonna go and die and it's like absolutely not you're not gonna go die i don't know it's very they don't even
0: sort of sell the steaks and we get them over and over and over and it makes me want to scream
1: and like that's just all this is so basically tommy goes down to the island he walks right in there it's stupid and then trini's like no i'm gonna go with you and then they
0: do the heat thing from the inside and which they decide they have to like be coy about and coded and not just like Say like, "Hey guys, it's heat!" And then the people inside can be like, "Oh great, let's make heat." They're also like sitting in yeah. like meditation. I was gonna say, they're things. also in
1: like this very weird meditation pose that has like, the, like their hands fanned out and like this weird. I don't know why. Why would that be a thing? But it is.
0: They use the power coins to generate heat for some reason. Yeah,
1: sure. And then I do think it's really dramatic the way that they kind of like explode out of the monster. I'm like, that's great. Love that moment. And then they go into this cave. They like the island is starting to sink back into the dimension or whatever after they beat the monster. The island is going to sink down into whatever from whence it came. And so they have to like very shakily run to the cave where holly is being held and turned red because once she turns all the way red it's over she's evil and tommy's immediate instinct once he gets into the cave is like i'm gonna go in there and break her out and they're all like tommy you literally cannot
0: this i thought was so funny because like they did seem kind of annoyed <laughs> yeah. with it so so was just like tommy no you have to stop stop it and- yeah. And then Trini just shoots Okay, it. <laughs> but
1: did you notice that really weird cut? Like, Zach clearly says something that they just didn't oh, yeah. put in.
0: No idea. No so idea what. weird.
1: Then Trini just starts blasting, as it were, and that takes care of it. And they are able to get Hallie out of there. And then I think my favorite part is after they rescue her and they're back at the youth center, of course... They have to be. Uh huh. Contractual obligation, I guess. She is just straight up lying about what the Power Rangers look like.
0: <laughs> this scene is so wild.
1: <laughs> and Bulk and Skull have a like boardwalk, you know, portrait artist, but like he's French, but like not really.
0: And in a weird costume. I don't understand who this is. It's kind of like is. a mime.
1: It, it's kind of like a mime, I think, but like a portrait artist. And so they're like, great, take down everything she says and make a portrait of the power rangers then we can identify them and like there's she never saw their faces
0: but she's lying and i love that it's like go off girl it's so weird because the first thing she says is that there were 10 of them right which, so like we instantly know like she doesn't know anything but then later she starts to describe jason and zach accurately right. and it's played a little bit like wait did she see them and it's like she said there were 10 of them
1: she's obviously just it up
0: you know why is Jason concerned? Well,
1: that, I do think that's a thing with this whole Vulcan Skull quest is that every single time that the Rangers are kind of aware of the Balkan Skull scheme of the week to identify the Power Rangers, there is a moment where they get a little nervous that maybe Vulcan Skull will know the truth. And I guess that makes sense because they are constantly in each other's orbits. And they, they've gotten pretty close. Yeah. But it is, like, also Bulk and Skull very, like, openly are like, it's absolutely not you guys. It could never be you guys because you guys are dweebs, which also doesn't make any sense. But anyway.
0: Again, look at Jason's arms. <laughs> right.
1: It's like, come on. They're, whatever. Anyway, so. Th-
0: How would you describe the portrait that this guy creates? Well,
1: number one, it's faceless. Number two, it's, like, I think a scene from Les Miserables. It's, it's like
0: pencil. a fairy tale illustration it's many different colors yeah. somehow
1: right he's drawing with one it's utensil. not bad art no it's great the big reveal is very dramatic and then everyone laughs at bulk and then he finally sees what it is because he like tur- he doesn't even look at it before he reveals it and it's really funny
0: you think he would have learned that lesson from the taped bottle
1: <laughs> Oh, man. Bulk just, like, the thing about Bulk is that he just believes in this quest so much. He's like, oh, I gotta find out what their identities are. And that makes him a little bit, you know, too fast sometimes.
0: Yeah, I, don't get me wrong, like, I, I much prefer this Bulk and Skull quest than just, like, being kind of annoying, right. which was last season. But I don't know if they have enough ideas for 52 episodes, we'll find out.
1: Yeah, I mean, they they've exhausted smell tests, voice matching... Now they're relying on a, basically a composite, but not really. We'll see. But yeah, that's basically how the episode ends. And it should have been a Trini episode. Trini should have saved the day, like, really. But it was just about Tommy and his waning powers.
0: Ugh, it, like, I was so excited when we started. I was like, oh, is this Trini? That seems like it's Trini, focus, that's fun." And then it was just like, nope. Yeah, And I was like, "Mm, Tommy, (laughs) Tommy. Literally. Go away.
1: I like I hate Tommy now like I don't I don't obviously but I'm having a tough time
0: well it's okay because the next episode is a Kimberly episode and definitely not something that also somehow becomes a Tommy episode so let's let's take a little break and then come back and talk about it Guitardo what a stupid name for a monster truly bad especially because it's just a termite but we'll get there so Kimberly is working on a song Mm -hmm. uh she's I guess she plays the guitar she likes to write music we've never heard about those things before but she has some skills with it so like I'm into it and they're having a picnic the next day I think nominally that they don't explicitly say this but I think this is kind of the point to make Tommy feel better and she's working on this song for him and she gets Zach to help her Oh, with the lyrics, but of course Zed hates this. He's like, I don't want to hear a guitar. I don't want to hear her singer songwriter nonsense. I want to use this against her. And then Goldhar says, <laughs> "I but did write that." said, "You can't make a monster out of something that's not alive.
1: A guitar is wood. <laughs> he made a
0: monster out of a poster.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: He made a monster out of a monkey suit. But
1: maybe he
0: made a monster. <laughs>
1: if it's like already monster shaped, that's one thing." But it, and a
0: guitar isn't monster shaped
1: well that's not the monster they end up shaping
0: with it it really isn't it's like a weird thing and then he's just like but it's wood and where there's wood there's bugs so we'll do this monster instead and it's like mm-hmm. okay I mean this monster is fun It there is a guitar involved yeah. it's just this weird circular you can't make a monster out of the thing is so weird Richie's there he's hot again I
1: think he's kind of stalking them to be honest
0: I I don't think Trini's mad. No, she right. should just make her she move. She should. Like, just go for I it. I support it. You're a beautiful girl. He's a beautiful boy. Let's do yeah. it. Balkan Skull feel like their costume idea from last episode maybe had some promise, but they didn't, like, fully commit Into to him. it. So they're, they're really committed to it now. Skull is dressed as, like, a princess. He's a damsel in distress. Bulk is pretending to be a monster. They have this very fun fight where Bulk is criticizing Skull and Skull's like, you should be the bait. I never want to be the bait. And then Bulk is like, okay, I'll be the bait. I'll do it better than you ever could. And Skull's like, no, I'm the best bait. It's like fun. It's, I like seeing them do this. They, they do start, Skull starts screaming again and the Rangers hear it at their picnic. Mm Mm-hmm. and and run over, and of course are instantly like, it's Balkan Skull. And they caution them against crying wolf in a way I thought was going to pay off and does not. Goldar is being really sassy to Lord Zed in this episode. He's like clapping back a lot. I like this energy. I want it to maintain. He's like, you can't do this. I don't know what you're doing, but Sire, this will never work. He was really excited when Zed first showed up, and now he's like, it's just another Rita.
1: Well, I think he might even think like it's even worse. Like Zed isn't even creative. At least Rita tried.
0: Yeah, at least Rita made her own monsters. Yeah. But Zed's like, okay, it's time to make Guitardo, which is the name it's of so this monster. Terrible. Really not good. So Bulk and Skull kind of wear themselves out and this big bug lands on them. And Zed changes that into this like Ike sort of bug termite thing. Mm-hmm. Who the rangers are all like oh, there's a monster, we gotta go fight. Zordon sets up as is like, you know, you need to actually come, because Guitardo has mind control powers, and we need to talk about it. Right. So, mind control is a really interesting word for what this monster does. I feel like this monster actually very clearly, we will see, uses music to manipulate gravity. That's its thing. Yeah. I don't know why they call it mind control. When I described to you what the mind <laughs> control looks like, you're gonna be like, what? That's not mind control. And you're gonna be correct. Yes. So, Zordon does some tests on Tommy, of course, because why not? And... <laughs> He's on his last legs. Where I we promise it's really happening, he tells us. Sure. And we see that the monster steals Kimberly's guitar and transforms the guitar into like a monster guitar. I it looks more cool. monsters with guitars. Yeah. I love it. the monster was I was like, Oh, this is another bug. And then it picked up the guitar and I'm like, Yeah. Now I like no, it. it. Cool. Now I like it. Yeah. Sometimes Chanel is wrong, and you need to add one thing before you leave the house. <laughs> Tommy's like, can't come. Fine. But then you're never going to believe this. Mm. He's going to join the fight. Oh my God. They go into the fight. The Guitardo uses his music mind control on everyone but Kim. But what this does is just like makes them float. Yeah. We're told very extensively by Zordon, you have to like focus on your own thoughts. Never really seem to have a chance. It's just like everyone but Kimberly gets got.
1: Right. And I feel like, like if they had theoretically, right. If they have focused on their own thoughts, which like, what the fuck does that mean? Would that have meant that they just like didn't float in the air? Like I just it's all they're I doing guess... is levitating. Like that's it. Mind control is different. It's a different
0: problem. It's the opposite of Peter Pan where you have to think happy thoughts oh, it's yeah. like you think some monster thoughts. And they <laughs> left you into the air. It's stupid. Tommy is like, I want to go into the fight. Of course he is. Right. He's like, I'll protect you, Kim. Like she's not a Power Ranger, really annoys it was me. Guitaro is like I'm going to the fair, come to me. And for some reason, Tommy's like, I have to go alone. Kimberly, you stay here and worry about this. Tommy's powers are being drained. Obviously, Kimberly should go and Tommy should stay here and deal with this. But he refuses because he's the Green Ranger and he's so special and he's a specialist boy. Granted, in this case, it's what's in the footage. But still, I'm just annoyed by it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like, on the one hand, we can't really like, this is the Toei footage. But on the other hand, it's like, Enough of this. Your powers—they're going away. You're a liability.
0: You shouldn't be out there. It also in the previous episode, like the footage that they had was all Trini and Tommy working together, which is like fun. I don't hate the pair. They didn't have to do the whole Tommy saying you can't go. I have to do a thing. Right. But now this is like two episodes in a row where he turns to his female teammate and says, "I don't think you can do this. I have to do it."
1: Right. It's kind of gross. I think
0: me with my weakened powers are better than you. Yeah. And it feels very gendered. Like, I don't think I'm reading into that. It feels very like I have to protect you because you couldn't possibly do it.
1: Right. And I think, too, that element is definitely not there in the other kind of instances that we've seen this so far where Tommy's like, I absolutely have to be there, even though everyone's like, Tommy, no, you don't. But it does feel like even more pronounced when there's like a woman involved.
0: Yeah, it just doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm. What is kind of good, though, is this fight at the fair. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty fun. So, like, Toei knew that the green and pink ranger were in a relationship in the American footage and, like, gave them some green-pink footage. And, like, it's a fun sequence. So, like, Tommy is in the fight. He's like, oh, no, they're, they're going to use the mind control thing on me. But then he's like, oh, wait, I have a dragon flute. So if mm-hmm. I play that, it sort of counteracts the music, which is, like, super fun conceptually. And then... Guitardo gets a good idea and is like oh I'll make him really heavy instead again it's gravity manipulation it's not mind control and so like Tommy can't lift his dagger to his lips to play the thing but then Kim shows up and she's like turned her bow into a harp and that's really fun and so there's like a big fight with the two of them sort of fighting together using their music to counteract the music it's cute it's good I really actually like this chunk of footage it is like a lovely bright spot in the midst of all the Tommy annoyance
1: yeah it's a fun fight like fighting music with music is also like a fun concept yeah but also it's yeah. not mind control
0: <laughs> it's not mind control i'll tell you no. that much the fight culminates with kimberly using tommy's dragon dagger as an arrow with her power bow which is like yeah. cute that's how they destroy Guitardo and free the others it's fun It's like, at least, at least with this one, I feel like if this was more isolated, I would have actually quite enjoyed the frame of this episode, except for, again, not mind control. Because, like, Tommy and Kimberly have a vibe, and they have a relationship, and it's fun to see them together, and there's a lot of fun footage. It's just that, like, again, is the only feeling I can have at this point. Right, because it's
1: like, that's all we're getting. That's all we're getting.
0: Yeah. And maybe this is, like, because we watch a lot of the show, and not always with, like, a full week between episodes, but... yeah. I also, it is, it is all we're getting. There is no relief.
1: I do wonder about that. And I do wonder because like most of my memory of Power Rangers is like Power Rangers from like 10 years after this point, to be perfectly honest. So it's like, maybe I'm not being fair to like this early version of Power Rangers a lot of the time, but it's like, this is what the text is.
0: Yeah. It's not something that served well by watching in this format, but it also, I think, in another format is like you just ran the same play over yeah. and over and over. Yeah. So that is where we are with this episode. No Zords again. At least, at least we don't have to watch boring. Yeah. Zord not fight a monster that's not real. Please bring me die ranger monsters. They're in the youth center having their picnic because it's there's windy. a storm that started. Bulk and Skull come in. Bulk is stuck in his helmet. The rangers are like, we'll help you get it out if you agree not to cry wolf. That's the only way that pays off. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. But it's like a fun little moment. There's a part where Bulk goes like, Skull, this was such a terrible idea. And Skull's like, hey, when do I ever have an idea? And that's... Yeah. Great. I love them. I love their friendship. Tommy's feeling down, so Kim sings her little song, which this was the thing that they showed the clip of in Power Rangers Once and Always. It's a little song about like how no matter what happens, they'll always have their memories of each other and their friendship, so they'll never, nothing ever really ends because of that. And it's cute, and it's sweet, and the song's nice, and I did like this moment.
1: Yeah. I liked it a lot better in context than when I saw it the first time.
0: Yes. I do understand why they used it, but also... I think it works better in this context it's like a weird thing to feel out about like oh yeah that person is no longer alive Mm -hmm. but it's it's a nice moment to witness this episode I think hopefully in hearing us talk about this if you're not already watching along with us and you're like thinking about going to watch these ones you're like oh I'm skipping those I think this is one you can watch I think you'll have a good time. It only suffers in comparison, I think. Yeah,
1: like if I were to skip any of these, it would probably be the first two of these four. Because like, there's nothing yes. really there except for like frustration. I mean, I guess I guess you get the introduction of Richie, but he's not really that important.
0: <laughs> like, and he's, he's not, not going to not... go anywhere, so you're yeah. fine. This episode's pretty good, though.
1: Yeah, it's not bad.
0: But now we're finally about to be free.
1: Are we, though? <laughs> Um. (laughs) so episode 12 is part one of a two-parter called green no more which wow i wonder what that's about anyway this episode starts with a kind of interesting thing Uh kimberly and tommy are walking in a parking lot presumably at school and they're just kind of talking openly about like tommy's power situation and how they feel bad about it or whatever and then tommy is they're visited by a specter version of tommy although it doesn't seem clear that like they that tommy at least thinks that it's him he was like that guy because he mentions that guy looked just like me (laughs) when he describes it to other people (laughs) so okay whatever it's literally it's tommy from the future
0: and he literally says i'm you from the future
1: (laughs) so like i don't I don't understand what's not clicking. It's Tommy from the future. Tommy
0: is not very bright, Right. It's fine.
1: Tommy from the future. He has a message. The only thing that he can say is this very cryptic message about use the communicator.
0: Which is a really important thing to remind Tommy.
1: True. Like holistically, he does. (laughs) He did have a hard time keeping it on him. And then he like vanishes and Tommy and Kim are like, what the hell is that about? They go to school. They talk about it at school but not before we are introduced to Zach's cousin Curtis who is like a really really good dancer
0: one of two kind of problematic moments here where it's like oh Zach's cousin another black person who also just like loves hip hop dance it's just a little like yeah oh we don't have enough diversity for this to feel cool from two people <laughs> the two black people we've named in the show
1: i mean they could both be dancers but it it was just like really though like really like really but he's also like all in one color, which I was like, oh, what is this? But I know he's like not really a ranger, but they are trying to lead yeah. you down that But path. he is
0: definitely in love with Richie.
1: Oh my god, yes! I wrote that down. I said Richie and Curtis should date because they meet up and they are immediately like, oh yeah, let's go talk. Let's talk later. Like, it's great. I love it.
0: It's an instant love connection mm-hmm. for sure. Definitely. Richie also mentions offhandedly that he got a job at the youth center and I'm like, <laughs>
1: where are you You can pay
0: employees
1: (laughs) what are the economics of the youth center i don't understand
0: does richie even know what a job is also so many new students coming richie curtis and then five other friends oh
1: my god yes so i love evil dark sexy versions of our main characters absolutely i love them in all all media types but especially in power rangers these are five color coordinated bullies and like the blue one has glasses (laughs) There's, like, an Asian one in yellow. Like, they don't... It's the same. And they're really mean. And they're, like... Their whole point is that they want to say, like, this is our school now. You're not in control of it. And it kind of brings me back to our, like, running theory that, like, are the Power Rangers actually the bullies at their school?
0: Yeah, now they're new bullies. (laughs) It's funny because the way they're introduced is such a good, like, the classic show us that your new bad guy is better by having them get rid of your old bad guy because these barrels oh that yeah. say recyc- I guess they're recycling receptacles I guess. are thrown down the hallway and the rangers have to like dodge out of the way and then bulk and skull come out inside and they're freaked out. They're so <laughs> spooked because there are new bullies in town. These five color coded assholes.
1: And they're like really mean. They're like really mean and they get like right up in the rangers' faces and they're like, we're the new people in town. And we run things, basically. I'm paraphrasing, but that's the idea.
0: That is the idea. It's funny because it's like, the energy is a little bit like, hey, our bullies at this school aren't really bullies. It's bulk and skull.
1: (laughs) It is. It's like, and now we got these like serious bullies. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I think that's a little much. They like harass some random nerd that Billy knows. And that's how they're introduced. Then, and I don't really know. (laughs) Basically, then everyone else except for Trini is at the beach. And they're, like, doing beach things.
0: Trini's with her grandma. This, like, these lines of dialogue are so funny. So, like, <laughs> Kimberly is, like, oh, I talked to Trini. She's staying with her grandma. Yeah, she's really worried about Tommy, too. And, like, I, It was very, she tries to sell it, but it's not good. Yeah. I guess Tweetrang had a dentist appointment. I don't know. Yeah. It feels kind of like that. Well,
1: I did notice that she had a knee brace on in, like, the first episode that we watched. So maybe it was, like, related to that
0: pt or something yeah
1: but it was just like why why there's nothing but anyway so they're looking like billy and and kimberly are looking for shells and she's like whoa this one's really cool and that's when the bullies the evil bullies from before show up and they're like this is our town now and (laughs) they almost get in a fight but then zed's like wait a second i have an amazing idea what if i kidnap these teenagers and make my own evil rangers what if i do that
0: what if he does that
1: and i love this idea i really do
0: i love this idea yes
1: <laughs> yes so he like kidnaps them and like puts them in his like this is my own world and it looks basically like a set we've seen before but anyway
0: his other world his
1: other world right i it's just like what you can't even have like a name for it like rita had a palace on the moon like what the hell anyway that's like really bad at branding i think ultimately he's and he's also like obsessed with tommy in like a
0: weird way because he has a green crystal to siphon out tommy's powers as well another crystal and you're never gonna believe it he's gonna use that green energy here's the
1: thing he also is like i got these teenagers they're rude as fuck and they're gonna be my new dark rangers also that shell i'm gonna use that as inspiration for my new monster why do you need both of these things
0: He's running a lot of plans all yeah. at once. Which at least we need because it's a two-part. Right.
1: But like, it is kind of frustrating to me because the, obviously the interesting part of this is like the evil rangers, right? But first we got to play with this awful kind of snail monster who their like, the whole thing is like, we have to destroy the rangers and cause the green ranger to put all of his powers into this crystal. Yet another crystal. I think we're on crystal number four for Tom's powers. And... The monster will drain all their powers, and then once that happens, once Tommy's powers are drained and they're in the crystal, he'll use those powers to power up the Dark Ranger? I think is the original plan. I don't think that's actually how that happens, but I think that's how it's presented. He also says
0: he's going to do something to the command center. Right. Which he does, but not the thing he says like it sounds like it's going to be. Yeah. It's very weird. This monster's name is Turban Shell, and... Um, Gross. Gross. If you're wondering if that's like a little problematic in the framing of what this monster is and looks like, yeah. yes, moving on. It sure is.
1: <laughs> I do think it is interesting that this monster like basically has them on the ropes and is like, you just stay right there. I'm going to go destroy some other shit.
0: It gets very annoying. They're like at the command center. Zordon does actually say something smart for once where he points out that Tommy's future self was unmorphed, which is like yeah. curious. And I'm like, oh, Zordon, you, you said something intelligent. I like that. But it's just like, if there's one thing apparently worse than Zord fight really long summoning and then they cobble together pieces of them not in the same shot together it's that except for we don't actually get a fight at all it's just really long summoning sequence and then the plot moves on
1: right and then also the dragon order was there for a second which i have missed him and i thought he wasn't functioning i thought
0: tommy couldn't do it anymore
1: yeah i don't know things are this doesn't make any sense <laughs> like in some i don't know what's going on there's a lot here
0: there's five minutes of this episode that are just like Zord summoning, that makes no yeah. sense, and Zord other stuff that makes no sense. But I guess they were just like, we can't yeah. not do the Zords again. Right.
1: We've done too many episodes without Zords. Like, we're hurting our sales at this point. Yeah. And so then there's that Zord fight. It ends for no reason because the monster's just like, I'm leaving now, but you stay right there. Then, and I'm not clear on this, but basically Zed figures out a way or like, ha- is suddenly enabled to transport the Power Rangers to his own world and keep them trapped Mm -hmm. there. But then he puts Tommy in like a different part of the own world. And the reason why we know it's different is because it's like a field, like a prairie situation with some tall grasses and the monster of the week is there.
0: Which like, okay, first of all, when we first transition out of the fight back into this footage, there is like the most wild transition effect I don't like they don't they usually do swipes, but this was like insane. Yeah, it was like all these little pieces. It was weird. Second of all, if you can teleport them somewhere, maybe as' need to just like teleport them into volcano right. teleport them to somewhere very high where they will fall down and die. Zed is too focused on Green Ranger here that he has lost sight of like, oh wait, I can teleport them. and because of the green crystal, Zordon can't help them.
1: Right, and that's where we find out that like the, the the command center has been totally closed off, and you can't. There's no reaching those people. They're trapped there. Meaning Zordon and Alpha. We don't see this happen. Nope. We're just told that it does happen. Yeah. Rad. And then there's this fight with Tommy and the monster, and then Tommy like has to unmorph, and that's sad. And so he's like hiding behind a rock and he's like wow he's really gonna have a tough time
0: it takes the rest of his powers yeah. it, we, we are told that tommy no longer has green Ranger yes.
1: powers. it's all in the crystal now cut to then back to zed gloating the other rangers and then he introduces like with much fanfare his dark rangers <laughs> mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'm literally furious (laughs) to tell you that they look so bad.
0: It's the worst thing I've ever seen. I like wrote who looked like absolute shit so fucking bad like wow, they suck. They didn't have to do this. Like, how does this happen? These suits, they're so bad. Like, it just goes down my <laughs> It's like, <laughs> it's
1: so bad. Like, it's like, and their eye holes are cut out and then filled in with, like, a different fabric, but they're cut out and they're not even, like, even on the heads. Like, they couldn't even... No. And it, it just looks like, it looks like you had five minutes to put a costume together on Halloween and you buy one of those, like, full body nylon suits, like the Slender Man suits, but you pick a different color. And then you're just, like, furiously putting other fabric on it to make it look like a Power Ranger, kind of if you squint and then you put it on. That's what it looks like. It's so
0: bad. It's really bad. Like it looks like somehow like they had to throw it together in three seconds, but also like too intentional for that. Like too many things had to happen for it to have been thrown together that quickly between like the color of stuff and like the difference. There's like things kind of stitched badly together. It looks really really like any sort of like this would have been scary like they look like worse than putties like putty like but But really bad which is saying something because the z putties don't look great either
1: and i think there's like a world where because like zed is kind of like grotesque in his design where we could see like kind of a grotesque version of a power ranger you know that's maybe the concept we're going for, but like because the quality of the work and the quality of the garment itself is just so cheap, it does not translate. It just looks crappy. And it makes me sad. And the
0: scene is so long. Oh my god. And like nothing actually really happens. He's just like, my Dark Rangers. And then there's like seven more lines back and forth about nothing. And you're just like, yeah, let me stop looking at these. <laughs> I know. It's like, God,
1: one of the like one of the Dark Rangers is like, Zed is the only one who ever gave us a chance. And it's like, what? He's literally like kidnapped you and manipulated you. Whatever. Yeah, I wrote down, damn it. The Dark Rangers suck. They look awful. This sucks. Yeah. That's it. And I'm really upset about that. And all I can really think is that when they do this in Power Rangers in space and they have the Psycho Rangers and they look fucking awesome.
0: Incredible. It's like redemption. So good. Can't wait. <laughs> God. They also had alternate versions in Toei footage before. Right. They were like grayscale. It was good. It was just like, I, I, I am. I just I, don't
1: understand. I, I don't I, understand I, I, this I, at all.
0: I, 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 I. They I understand that They, They
1: like, could have just made use the ranger suits that they had and then like in post made them grayscale and that would have been a thing or
0: didn't like honestly just have them come out and it's other people looking at the rangers and it's like whoa that's scary like there's just so many better options than what they did so
1: many things like smaller things that like they could have done that would have been better but i don't know apparently they're going to do something in the next episode after this one who can say though honestly Who can say? I personally feel that when you do a time travel story, which this kind of is because we start with a vision from the future or a visit from the future, rather, it's like that first part should end with that person realizing like, oh, this is why I said that.
0: I mean, it might be the immediate thing that happens first. I think he's going to realize to like call someone. God, it's going to be very I dumb, so. I'm sure. But Tommy's hiding behind a rock. To be continued. I am like exhausted.
1: No, these are not <laughs> it's good.
0: like I. I like this show. I felt like we were like back on its feet. I just feel like the Green Ranger has taken over yeah. everything, and then like it's making the shoddy nature, which like this sh- show has always been slapdash, right. but it feels like lazy lately and it's bumming me out
1: right and like i could fully understand now and i know that we've done some deep dives about like cast relationships before but like i could fully understand being austin st john and being like what the actual fuck <laughs>
0: I know. I can't imagine what's going on on like, set uh, with everyone being like, "Are we all just here to like?" Especially because he hasn't been here the whole time, right. and he took over what was supposed to be my episode. Like, I would, I would imagine the actors are starting to get a little cranky. I mean,
1: I can't. Like, there's no way they're not. Especially like with everything else going on, or that was going on. We're
0: not getting paid, no. Lord. God. We keep forgetting we to, need do to do that. it. We're not going to forget this time. Who is your favorite ranger in this set?
1: Um. <laughs> i'm gonna say that it's trini i think that's the only just option. because she deserves it <laughs> yeah she deserves it i hope that she and richie get a chance to make out at some point i know they won't but i hope that they do
0: heavily implied off-screen make yeah, out.
1: that would be nice but also i want that for richie and curtis i don't know i'm equal opportunity Same. but um
0: I, mean, I think that's already happened yeah
1: you know but yeah i, I think trini is is the fave just because like she's the most tolerable i think in this set and she also does stuff
0: that's fair i want to say kim because there's some good moments with her but like she won't stop talking about tommy and that's annoying me we're all get annoyed when our (laughs) friends won't stop talking about their significant others it's just how it goes so in the interest of saying something different i'll say zach like i think he has some warmth at a few moments Mm -hmm. in this episode he's not really featured but like you know good mom zach i like it i always like it cool that's this episode. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I want to i want to be having fun and having joy. And <laughs> we just haven't been able to lately. But, like, maybe it's better when he's white. I, <laughs> <Who>? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something,
1: but that's, like, such a terrible... <laughs> oh, my God.
0: I'm leaving it in.
1: <laughs> you should. Oh, my God. To that point, though, it does make me kind of worried, like, that That doesn't ever really stop. It just kind of changes colors. But... We shall
0: see. Look, I looked ahead because I just needed to believe. <laughs> and there is an episode in the next set where Kimberly becomes Zed's evil
1: queen. Oh, thank God. And okay.
0: if nothing else, everyone, we know that's going to slap. Yeah. And I can't wait to see you there. But next week, we're going to go back to Die Ranger. And Die Ranger is at least. The fights are great and the monsters are good, even if we don't know the characters and we're starting to know the characters. Maybe even more in this next set. It's episodes 9 through 12 of Die Ranger. You can watch through Shout Factory in the US. They have a few different methods to do so. Sweet. What else do we have to talk about? Our social media accounts are Tumblr, Instagram, Teach Me Sentai. You can email us at Teach at gmail.com. Are you really mad we split this two part or did you really want to hear about Green No More Part Two? You can tell me, Teach Me at gmail.com. Patreon, it's there for you if you want it. Rate and review the show. Tell your friends we love you. Thank you. Sorry, these episodes are bad. Yeah. Not our episodes, to be clear. I think our episodes are good. Their okay. episodes. Yeah.
1: Oh, boy. Well, you know, here we are, John. If you were given more fur today what color ranger would you be don't say green
0: i wouldn't be a ranger because i would get kicked off the team for murdering tom and <laughs> oliver but uh red is the answer oh. <laughs> i'd be in my own contract dispute saying i thought i was supposed to be the main character here yeah. that'd be me today red ranger what about you nice.
1: i'm wearing a purple shirt but it's one of those purples that's like borderline pink if you want it to be so let's go with like that. a kind of
0: like tomboy pink ranger
1: yeah that's what I am right now. I feel now. that,
0: I feel that, I feel that. Mm-hmm. Cool, Great. Man. Thank you so much for listening. We love having you with us to go through the slog <laughs> of Green Ranger nonsense. We'll see you in Die Ranger <laughs> next episode, and until then, may the power protect you. Bye. Bye. Teach Me Sentai is produced and hosted by Natalie Bridgman and John McDonough. Our incredible music is by Christopher Bridgman and our wonderful podcast art is by Yvonne 14. You can find their work on Twitter at E-A-V-O-N 14 or on Instagram at Yvonne.14.art. You can support the show by going to patreon.com slash teach me sentai and new episodes come out every other Thursday wherever you get your podcasts.